I don't, I don't know. Are we ready? Okay. Okay, so Jessica doesn't really need an introduction because she's amazing and you probably all are like obsessed with her. <laughs> but I just wanted to tell you guys, um, I don't know if you've ever had the um, opportunity to be shot by Jessica, but I, this is something that's very unique to her and I feel like it's, it goes along with mascara culture so much that I just like, I don't know, she's, she exudes this ability to make you feel beautiful even when you're looking the stupidest of ever. <laughs> and all of a sudden, it's so funny how this works because all of a sudden, you, even if you are looking stupid, you would never know because Jessica would never like, and she just brings this thing out in you that is just unreal. Like she'll bring the like, the confidence and the beauty out in everyone. And I just think that that is such an amazing talent that she has. And I just love her so much. And I know Thank you guys you. do too. <laughs> um, and anyway, she's world renowned. She's been all over the world taking pictures. And now she's like a supermodel. Um, and I Who just, knew? I don't know. I just, she just blows my mind every day. I'm like, look, I like, look what Jessica's doing today. Amazing. So Jessica today, you guys. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to another year at Hogwarts. I said that last year too. <laughs> um, okay. Do I need to like introduce myself more? What do we think? I, if you don't know, if you don't know me, uh, I'm a photographer, obviously. I'm Jessica Janae. I'm 28 years old. I've been a photographer for 11, almost 12 years. I started when I was like 17, 16, 17, and it like, I never thought that I'd be a photographer, and then it just exploded. Like, I was always a painting, drawing, dancing, and then this just fell into my lap, and my life has never been the same since. So, um, yeah, this is me. I'm really good at photography, so <laughs> I thought I'd teach you some things. <laughs> <There's> <laughs> I'm just gonna keep, I like, when people keep walking in, I'm like, wait, I need them to like hear this. <laughs> Anyways, okay, so um, first things first, are like how many people raise of hand like photographers know what they're doing a little bit, know their camera, know all the things? Raise your hands. I just want to get a vibe. Okay, all right, there's not too many. I was like stressing that I'd be telling you things that everyone's going to be like, yeah, I know that's so dumb. So, but most of you feel a little bit like you need to know more how to take better pics, yeah? Okay, great, yes! Well, I hope you learned something. Um, okay, this is called Worth a Thousand Words, which sounds a lot more bougie than I actually am. So, um, really, it should just be called Learn Photography from me. Um, <laughs> taking your photography game to the next level. So, we're going to talk about a couple things, but first things first, everybody asks me what's in my camera bag. So, I always just get that over with. So, if you want to take a pic of that or whatever. But here's the thing. Um, we're going to talk a lot about just iPhone or phone photography um, because I get questions about that a lot. But this is like the camera gear I use. This is what I recommend to everyone. This is like the best you can get for portraits and what you guys would use it for. It's expensive, um, but it lasts for a long time. So 
These are the camera bodies and lenses that I use. Good starter camera, if you've never used a DSLR camera, is the Canon Rebel. Any Canon Rebel, that's a great starter camera. That's what I started on. Just people will ask me that, so there you go. There you have it. That's it. Okay. All right, we're going to talk about... There's three sections. I made three sections. First section, we're talking about phone photography. I'll give you tips and tricks and how I make it look awesome and how you can make it look better and blah, blah, blah. And um, second, lighting and focal length. My class last year, if you came, we talked about this. Um, so I'm going to touch on a few of the same things in case you didn't already hear it because it's so important. But also, it's good to just hear it 500 times because lighting is the number one key to good photography. That's it. That's all. Um, and then focal length, meaning like lenses, because a lot of you guys will have a really nice camera, but you'll just be using the kit lens, like the lens that comes in the kit. Do you guys have that? I feel like a lot of people will be like, well, I have a nice camera, but my pics look horrifying. And I'm like, well, you need to learn about lenses. So when I say focal length, that's what I mean, like what type of lens you should use to get what type of look. Once you learn lenses, man, your brain will explode. Um, Third, talking about posing a little bit. That's the other third biggest question I get is posing. So either posing, sorry, I keep touching my mic. Is that ruining it? Either posing yourself or posing other people. Um, all of the above. I'm pretty good at it. And, <laughs> and yeah. Oh, wait, my timer thing is, I forgot to reset it, I think. Is that okay? Will you guys, like, wave and stuff? Okay, great. <laughs> and um, then just Q&A, so you can ask me whatever the H you want. So, hooray, let's do this. So first thing first, iPhone photography, ready? What do I have next? Okay, so here's just like an easy peasy dumb little thing. I feel like all of you should know that this is like the basic easiest way you can take a picture of your client or you on your phone. Um, I always, this is one of my tricks, is I put up a plain white sheet, because you'll see in the next picture, you can actually make this look kind of like cool and high fashion, because like it's in now to just have like drapey sheets in the background of a lot of like fashion photos I do. So I hang a sheet literally from a doorway, or another good thing is to just take a white sheet, go outside. I'll literally like put it over a branch or on an ugly tree or something, fence, and then have them stand in front of it, and it just looks magical. Um, my photo doesn't look that great, don't worry. It would have looked better if I had a reflector. Do any of you guys use reflectors in your photos of people? Well, you should. I have, we'll talk about it more in a minute. If I would have had a reflector right here, wow. So um, one tip, though, is to have no other lights on in the, when you're taking these type of photos with window light. Don't have a lot of ambient lights on in the background. You can but the less, the better. So a lot of times people will be like, isn't it dark? Like, do you want me to turn some lights on? I'm like, leave it off. I want it to be pitch black with just the window. So that's just a baby tip. Okay, um, harsh light photos with, the, with phones can look bomb. And I don't see this a lot, but harsh light actually looks so good like um, with makeup. Like it shows colors, it shows highlight really well. And um, I think people get afraid of harsh light because it, you know, it can cause ugly shadows. Um, but if you do it the right way, it can be so gorgeous. And I feel like it shows my makeup way better than the last photo. You know what I mean? Um, so this is really fun to do. And I mean, I do this without thinking now, but if I'm in a house or a building, I'm just like looking for the little light patches on the ground and everything. I'm like, look at this patch of light. So in your house, if you open all your windows, you'll see, especially in the evening, um, 
there'll be cool light on the walls, on the floor, whatever. If you find that, stick yourself in it and take some photos and play around. That's how you learn. So this is just like window light on my wall, threw up a sheet, and then see how pretty the sheet looks in the background? Face right in the harsh light, bam. Um, it is a little more warm, orangey, yellowy, but I kind of like that. So, and a little tip with the harsh light thing is just lift your face up a bit. If you go like this, you'll have shadows under your eyes. But if you go like that, it'll look hot. <laughs> um, playing with the shadows. This is like my all-time favorite thing to do when I'm in a rut and I need a, a creative photo and I'm like, all oh, my Instagram photos look horrible. Um, I just get random things like, there, you know the strainers in your kitchen that have the holes in it? If you put that up with the window light coming through, it'll put dots on your face. It's super cool. Um, this lace tablecloth looks kind of dumb, but if I edited that really awesome, it'd probably look cool. Um, hand shadows, I do that all the time. You can do like peace sign, heart, dumb, yeah. But you know what I mean. Have you guys done that before? Because I feel like you should. <laughs> and I mean, you still catch a vibe. You get a vibe that you can see makeup in my face, but it's cooler. This is all me. I know I, I, I don't look quite as good. I'm really good at posing. <laughs> I'm really good at hiding the bad parts and showing the good parts. <laughs> I just hide. Nobody knows. Nobody knows until they meet me. <laughs> no, yeah, that's me. <laughs> You're welcome. Okay. <laughs> All right, so um, turning the, the phone away from your face. I learned this at from a model at a mascara shoot. Remember this? Yeah, the, this model we were shooting, she had her phone not selfie mode, but it was faced away from her. And she was just shooting herself. We're like, what are you doing? You can't even see yourself. That's horrible. And she was like, no, the, the quality is so much better. It's worth it. And so I've been doing it. And now I'm like, whoa. So this photo, that's just a phone photo. And like, I don't even know if you can tell, but it's super sharp. On, my com on the computer, it's super sharp, like crystal clear compared to like a selfie photo. And it takes a little longer. It's easier if you have a mirror right here because then you can see your, yourself in the mirror. Um, but yeah, the quality is mind blowing. And then if you do it in portrait mode, if you have an iPhone, portrait mode, uh, not selfie, but the way I was just talking about, how do you even say that? The normal backwards, yeah. Take a photo backwards in portrait mode. It looks amazing, amazing. So that's what I was doing here. There's a mirror by my ring light right there. And then I took these and then, I mean that with a little, with a little editing help, it, would, it looks like someone took it on a camera. So little tip, little tip. Next up, all right, backlight. Um, so people often fear backlight with phones. Um, backlight when you have a DSLR camera looks amazing, but with phones it's a little trickier. Um, so the way to help this is using a reflector like I said before. So you can literally get like a photography reflector. It's those big circle things you like open and it pops up. You've probably all seen them. And um, you can use that to reflect light back into your face. But I also, more often because I lost my reflector, I just use a white sheet or I've even used a white hoodie once when I was in desperate need, a white pillowcase, anything, white poster board and you just hold it right here or have someone hold it right there while you're shooting yourself, um, or even if there's a white wall right there, and it'll bounce light back into your face. So this is the same spot without a reflector and then with a reflector. It makes a huge difference. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. And then if I just brightened that up a little bit, like on my phone, it would look so pretty and ethereal and magical. Um, another, oh, another little tip with this. Wait, it's already, okay. 
Another little tip with this is whenever I'm shooting, okay, not all the time, but I try, especially if I know I'm shooting like portraits or photos that need to be all pretty and not outside, I wear white. I wear like either a white or light colored top because then that is like a built-in reflector because you're standing in front of the person taking photos. So if you're doing someone's makeup, if you wear white, um, it'll bounce light back into their face better. Okay. All right, desperate times. <laughs> On the right, that is me in my pajamas and my sister who I made get out of bed to show this because I forgot to add it in the presentation until the day before I left. So <laughs> I was like, get up, I need you. Because um, some people uh, in the last class, I remember them saying like, sometimes I do makeup, it's nighttime. Like I have no light source and I don't have a ring light. What would you suggest? Obviously ring light is, it's so inexpensive and it's, it does wonders in the dark. But I have had to do this before. And a lot of the times I play with lamp light anyways, just for kind of like cool photos. Um, but yeah, so the photo of her, it's like perfectly even light. It's actually pretty good quality. Like on my computer, it's pretty darn good quality. I could tweak that up a little bit. And you could see, uh, she has no makeup on, obvi. But um, yeah, the lamp light works. The trick is though, is I tip the lamp light back so it gives off more. Or you can just take the shade off. Because a lot of times it'll block a little too much. All right, questions about anything phone related? This is my first pause. Yes, yell. Oh, okay, yes. Yes, okay, so she asked, um, she asked, do you have any tips on taking photos of yourself? Like, uh, not selfie mode, but just taking photos of yourself, tripod, whatever. So yes, I actually have a little tripod, and you can get, like, look on Amazon always. Um, they have little phone tripods, and they're so cheap, and then you can also get um, the little remotes that hook to your phone, and then you can just hold it. It's like a baby little remote. So you set up the tripod, and you have a remote in your hand. So the trick is you just have to pose so that they can't see the remote, because you have to click it. But that's the best way because often, or I used to do like the timer and so I'd have to like run and try. But with the remote, you can literally take 10 in a row. You're just like one, two, click, 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 click. And it's so easy. And I've taken that on location too with me, the little tripod and remote. Take it outside. People look at you crazy. It's fine. <laughs> you just look dumb. Um, any other questions about that? Yes. With the reflector thing? Yes. Okay, so she said, how would you set up a reflector or like a white light to bounce if you're taking a photo alone? So a lot of the times I am taking a photo alone. Um, they have, so I have a reflector stand just from when I do photo shoots. There's reflector stands that you can just hook it to. Super easy. But I mean, I've literally used everything. I've used a chair. I've put a hoodie over top of something. Like anything, honestly, any type of whiteness in front of your face will help. <laughs> but you can lay it over anything. Does that answer your question? Yeah, white poster board. Poster boards are awesome. I have like five, and you just set it up somewhere. Foam board, even better. Okay, um, I'll answer one more question. Yes. Do you have any um, editing apps that you would recommend for phones? Phone photography? Yes, I do. She said, do you have any editing apps you'd recommend for phones? 
Number one is light, the Lightroom app, Lightroom app, obviously, because you have so much control over everything. No other apps really have that much like nitty-gritty control over the photo. So I usually, if I'm editing on my phone, I put it into Lightroom first, do all my lighting tweaks, coloring tweaks. Then I'll add it into another app if I want to add like some rad, other rad presets or grain or whatever. My favorite ones, I use Facetune to like smooth skin um, and patch edit skin and to liquefy. And um, what other ones do I like? I like Afterlight. Afterlight is one of my favorite. It has really bomb grain and uh, lighting effects and cool stuff. And then, ooh, Color Story. There we go. Color Story is my other favorite one. It has really cool filters, um, endless amount of filters. And they have different photographers who give them their like filter packs. So it's, and it's inexpensive. Those are probably my favorite ones. Does that help? <laughs> All right, on to lighting. So sorry if you know about lighting. <laughs> okay, ready, set, go. So um, these are like seven types of light that anytime I'm doing a class, I recommend everyone to get real friendly, really friendly with all these types of light. Because everyone wants to just stay in the shade and do window light and just call it a day. But the more light you play with, the more interesting your photos will look, the better you'll get, blah, blah, blah. So front light, window light, this is what I use a lot for mascara photos, just because it's the prettiest, chillest, shows off the makeup. It's what we just talked about. Backdrop, it can be any color. I use white a lot because it matches the website, and yeah. <laughs> any questions about that? I feel like that's just easy peasy, right? We all do that. Um, front light tips, turn off all the ambient lights in the house. Um, we already talked about this. Don't wear dark colors, especially don't wear red or orange or yellow or green. Yikes, it'll bounce. Even if you don't notice it in person, the photo, once it comes out, will not look as good as if you were wearing a lighter color, like even, even light pink or tan, you know what I mean? Um, ring light can replicate front light. Doorway, doorway light, this is like my favorite type of light. Um, obviously, you can't get this intense of an effect with your phone. <laughs> But um, anytime you stand someone in a doorway and there's no other windows in the room, and then you take a photo of them that's a little darker, it'll look like this. The back just kind of blurs and fades out to black. It's one of my favorite lights to shoot in. Stick a person in a doorway and it'll be magical because it's very directional light. There's nothing else bouncing on them. Even things in a house like a yellow wall or a cabinet won't put any other light on them. It's just directional. Yeah. Yes, so, yes, oh, good question. She said, is this an outside, like the light is from outside, outside doorway, I should have said that. So yeah, this is like, I'll open my front door and they'll stand in that doorway. Or my favorite is like a garage door or a shed door. I use that all the time. My garage is like my secret weapon. I, sh all, I think all these were shot in my garage except the one of her with the glasses, because that was like, there was lights in the background, obviously. All of them were my garage door. Um, it has a little door. It's not like a big garage door. It's like a little door on the side. They just stand right in it, and then it's pitch. It's black in there. So, yeah. It makes really pretty photos. Yeah. So my question was going to be, so how far back into that doorway would they stand? Okay, so she says, how far back into that doorway would they stand? Depends on how much light you want. So the cute girl with the curly hair, she was right close, like almost outside of the doorway. Um, and it's more bright, but then the boys with the crown on, I had them take like maybe three feet back into the door. So then it's just a little bit of light coming on them, makes it look more moody. 
Um, the farther back, obviously, it'll only be a little bit of light on their face, but sometimes you like that, you know? Okay, next up. So the tips of the doorway light, let's see if we answered all these. So this, this is with a phone, and this doorway light, um, it's not what I was talking about with no other lights. There's windows and stuff in the background, but it is just a pr it's just good for photos all around. There's just very directional light on your face. So this is an iPhone photo. Um, portrait mode looks really good with this because then it blurs all the background, and yeah. Oh, yes, question. Yes. So she said, um, with doorway light, could you do this by putting like a sheet in the back if there's other stuff in your house? Yes. So take it, don't put it close to them, put it back farther, um, maybe like five feet away from them, put a big, yeah, if you had a black sheet and then they were standing there, bomb. I should have done that with my mom. This is my mom. <laughs> um, okay, backlight, this is just the most magical, ethereal, fantastic light ever. Um, if you can learn how to do backlight, your life will be changed because it's so pretty. So um, I'm gonna give you some tips on this. One of my sneaky tips is, hold on, let me see if I can click it. There, oh, yeah. Covering the sun with your hand. So I do this a lot. So either with my phone or my actual camera, um, when the sun is coming into your phone or your lens, it'll look like the photo on the, this side, on the right, the ugly one. Um, it'll look like that. But then if you cover the sun with your hand, it'll look like on the left. It's crazy the difference it makes. Um, and I do this, yeah, with both my camera and phone. So, and then all I have to do is crop out my hand and bada bing, bada boom. Sometimes it'll look a teeny bit darker than this one. This one happened to work out really good. Sometimes it'll look a little bit darker. All you have to do is just bump up the exposure in the Lightroom app, anything, and it'll look really pretty and ethereal. I don't know why I always say ethereal. It's just my favorite word. Um, it's a good word. Make sure greenery is not straight in front of the subject when you're doing backlit. Um, that's a big tip, because if there's a big tree or a bush or something right in front of them, it'll make their face even darker. It'll have this green, ugly bounce on their face. Won't work. So when I'm shooting backlit, you want to make sure that it's nice and open in front of the subject because then there's lots of light on their face. Um, if you shoot this with a wider angle lens, um, it'll create like this little star effect more with the sun. The closer the lens is, everything's just blurry and it's just kind of hazy light, which is really pretty. But if you want that like sunburst, shoot with the wider lens. Let me show. Let's see. So the bride, see that little sunburst coming through right there? That's because it was a tiny bit wider lens. If I would have had like a closer lens on it, it would have just been all hazy, yeah? So play around with that, you know? Okay, flash. Do any of you use flash for your photos ever? I feel like not a lot of people do, but it is a bomb thing to have. If you have a camera, get an external flash. Um, I love using them and I love just having one with me because if there's ever an emergency, and also flash shows the makeup really well. That's why we use strobe lights when we're doing like in-studio makeup shots. It shows makeup really well. Um, so this is my flash that I have. You can, you can turn it all different ways so that it flashes either to the side or the ceiling or, you know. So on the, on the right side, it is straight on my face. You can see it's kind of harsher 
Those are actually fun shots, though, because it just looks like, I don't care. And then um, <laughs> the middle one, I bounced it off of a wall, and the wall can't be, like, black or dark or yellow or it doesn't work. My walls are white in this room, so I just turned the flash to the side, bounced it off the wall, and it looked like there was a big, beautiful light coming in on my face. Same thing on the end, um, I faced the flash straight up, and it's a white ceiling, and so it bounced, and it's nice and diffused, yeah? So if you don't have one and you have a DSLR, I would recommend it. All right, shade, easy peasy lemon squeezy. Shade looks beautiful always. There's a picture of my boobs. <laughs> Um, so tip with shade is having the subject face where they're the most light is coming from. Um, oh, hi, that's the microphone. So, because a lot of people will be like, oh, it's shade, it's good. But then there's like buildings and stuff and there's no light coming on their face. So even though you're in the shade, have them find their face with the light or have you find, find the light, yeah? Wherever the most sun is coming from, turn their face. So this is why... In shade photos, I often have them kind of tilt their head up wherever the sun is, because then even though the sun's behind those clouds, it'll still put, you know, light where it's supposed to be. Does that make sense? Um, you can also use a diffuser, which I'll show you right now. Okay, so diffuser is something used a lot in when I shoot, like, swimsuits, any type of fashion photography, whatever, because a lot of the times we're shooting all day, and that means shooting at noon, high noon, which I love shooting in high noon, but other companies want their photos to look less harsh and a little prettier. So see these big white diffusers they're holding? Those are, like, I got mine on Amazon. It's literally huge. I have a nine-foot one. I have a five-foot one. They have stands for those, or you can get someone to help you hold it, stick it right in front of the harsh sun, and it's, oh, glorious, glorious light. Um, yeah. Reflector, same thing with the reflector. Um, you can get a reflector that has its silver and gold rather than the big white diffuser. And that's what I was saying, use that to bounce light back in. So let me show you. So all of these, was, it was harsh light outside or backlight, and then I had a reflector below them or in front of them, taking that sunlight, bouncing it back up into their face. Here's a little difference before and after with a reflector. So there's before, because you know, sometimes you just have to shoot at an ugly time of the day, you know? Sometimes you just gotta. So if you have a reflector, you'd never know. Bounces the light back in, bada bing, bada boom. Here's one in studio. Oh, there we go. In studio on the right without reflector, left with the reflector. It just brings so much more light into the face. So there you go. There's two different kinds, white and gold. So the silver one, um, you can see her face is a lot cooler, white, neutral on the other side, it's warmer, both really pretty. All right, any questions about that? Yes. So she said, when you're using an external flash, there's settings on the back, what do you usually set it to? So it depends on the look you want. Um, but there's about nine zillion tutorials on YouTube. That's how I learned how to do it forever ago because it just depends. If I want a harsh look, I'll set it to something. If I want a soft look, I'll set it to something. Um, it takes a little bit to learn, but I, I would suggest go, yeah, watching a thousand tutorials. Yes.
Okay. She said, for makeup, like, do you want a harsh look? Do you want a soft look with flash for photos? Same thing. Depends on what you're going for. Sometimes I love really harsh look, especially if it's like bright, crazy colors. I want like a really harsh light. Um, most of the time I'm shooting like soft light. I'll show you examples in a second. But a lot of the times I'm shooting soft light for the only makeup company I shoot for is Karen. They're more into the soft light, so. <laughs> yes. Okay, so she said you use the reflectors and diffusers and stuff for product photos as well, or is this just for people? I use it more for people, but I have used it for product, especially the diffuser. Okay, what is our, well, how much time do we have? Am I killing it or no? Okay, sweet. All right, here's some harsh light examples and proof that it can look really pretty and proof that you need to step outside at noon, the ugliest, ugliest time of day. It's my personal favorite light to shoot in because I like that harsh look. Um, it's a little harder to get used to. The tip with this is if you're using a camera camera is to expose for the face or if you're using a phone, tap on the face, make sure it's tapped on. Sometimes their face will look a little dark, but you'd rather that than it be blown out. When you're using harsh light, you need to make sure to expose for the face, expose for the skin, and then the background will look a little darker, but that's, you want that, you want that. Yes? Yes. Okay, so she said, when you're shooting in harsh light, how are, how are they not being like blinded by the sun? Um, I just do one, two, three. So when I'm shooting someone, I'll just say, okay, Get ready, tilt your head up towards the sun. I'll say one, two, three, and then one, two, three, and they open really quick and I shoot it, and yeah. Yeah. Um, here's more harsh light photos with the things I was talking about. Lace, the you know, strainer, <laughs> leaves. <laughs> um, underexposing looks best. Face always towards the mo biggest source of light. Count for them to open their eyes, all the things. Any questions about that? There's really no set rules with harsh light. That's the best part. Oh, huh, I said questions. Yes. Focus on your face or expose? Oh, get it, right exposure for your face. If you're shooting on a DSLR, how do you expose for your face? Um, so if I have someone, I'll have them sit there and I'll change it and everything, but most of the time I just, I, it's like you play it by, you know, I look, I set it up, I'll see where I'm sitting, change the light, I'll sit in it, take a tester, then look, oh, that's too dark, make it lighter. It just takes a few times. And then eventually you kind of like know. Nowadays I'm like, okay, this will be around this setting. And then it's easier, but it just takes a few tries. Okay, we're gonna talk, oh, hi. Hey. We're gonna talk about focal length real quick. Um, these are my, the favorite lenses I shoot with when I'm shooting portraits, stuff that you'd need it for. Um, phone, oh, there we go. The phone photo regular versus portrait mode looks a lot better in portrait mode. Sometimes portrait mode looks terrible on my camera, so I can achieve this a little more compressed look if I just zoom the photo in a little bit. Quality goes down, but if you don't have portrait mode, if you just tap, if you zoom in a little bit, make sure their face is in focus, you can kind of get that better look, yeah. 
Um, hi. There we go. Goodness. Um, 35 millimeters, one of my favorite. It's great for like movement. It doesn't look as portraity, um, but it looks, it makes it feel like you're kind of in the photo a little bit. Do you know what I mean? Like these feel like you're, there's something, like you're there. Um, so 35 millimeter, it's probably my favorite lens to shoot with. Everybody says it because it's all their favorite. 50 millimeter is what I recommend everyone to get first. Like that should be your first lens you purchase when you get an SL, a DSLR camera. You can get a 50 millimeter for 100 bucks. Like the Canon 1.8 is $100. And that's what I started on. That's what I tell everyone to start on. It's a lens I still use. Um, and you can get, it just looks really good for like classic portrait. And it's easy to um, practice on, you know. It's a good practice first lens. The 85 millimeter I use a lot for this type of stuff um, because the 85 millimeter doesn't distort your face as much. Like the wider the lens, the more distorted your features will look. Closer the lens, the more real life it'll look and, and pretty. And it's dreamy. Um, here we go. 100 millimeter is what I use for makeup shots. And it's expensive as H, but um, if you want to get wild, get one. <laughs> so um, yeah, the macro lens. Dude, it's the best. All right, so here's the difference between 35, 50, and 85. You can see how like, it distorts, and then it doesn't distort as much, and then it's like nice and good. Can you see that? Is that crazy or what? Check out this one. On the bottom, this side on the bottom, that's wide lens, and then it gets closer, 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 until it looks nice and pretty. Do you have questions about that? A million. <laughs> Hit me with one. Yes, way back there. What size lens for product photos? So it varies a lot, but mostly 50 millimeter or 100 millimeter. 85. It depends on how close you want to get. But I never use, I've never used like a wide lens. I've never used like a big wide lens if that makes sense. The closer, the better. What? Last slide? Yes. This one? So it's just showing like the lens, the lens width. So the bottom left is like a wide lens, and then it goes closer, 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 closer. Makes the background blurrier, it makes her face look more proportionate, looks prettier, yeah. Okay. All right, guys, we're going to chat about posing. <laughs> Are you excited? <laughs> okay. So I found some pics that kind of show what I wanted to state, but I'm also going to show you and talk about it. Um, okay, so what I have learned in the posing game is straight on is usually not the most flattering on anyone, especially when it's like straight on with your hands just by your side. Like nobody would ever know that my arms are like gorillas. <laughs> just kidding, guys, I love my body, we all know. Um, <laughs> one little trick is I always make sure one shoulder is higher than the other, like your shoulders are a little bit off because then it's not just like this broad, I mean, sometimes I'll do like straight on, but it's almost always one shoulder is tipped a little bit more. It just slims it out. Um, one, one knee knocked in. I say knee knocked in. Um, 
and trying to create an hourglass figure, but really it just means creating angles with your legs. Like I never just stand with my legs like, right, it's always a little bit angly. And your goal is to always create an hourglass vibe, even though, you know what I mean, it's just the most flattering angle for anyone and everybody. So if I'm, even if I'm like going like this, like this part looks wide because this is my wide part. So if I'm going like this, then you turn your body like this because then it creates, this looks smaller, yeah? So, because some people will like stand like this and then it's just like pouch, you know? But if you have your leg like this and then go like that, you'd never know. <laughs> These are my tricks that I trick everyone with. Just kidding. <laughs> um, Okay, anything else with that? Yeah, the shoulder thing makes a difference. It's like something so weird to think about, but whenever I pose, it's always like a little bit something with the shoulders. I'm always like, mm, do a little baby like that. <laughs> it does make a difference. <laughs> Perfect timing, I'm ready for my close-up. All right, um, pulling your arm away from the body. I feel like a lot of people already know this, but it's a good trick, especially for close-ups. If you're having someone sit there and they're just like this, like that's the biggest my arms could ever look. So if you have it pulled away, it can show your waist a little better. If you have it pulled away, it makes your arm look a little thinner, especially when they're turned to the side. If you have it against your body, it looks wider. So just pull it out a little bit, pull it back a little bit, have your arms away. That's why like all my photos, my arms are like out because it's like my least favorite part. Does that make sense? <laughs> oh, when facing forward, pulling your elbows back. This is a huge one. So um, I do this every minute of my life. Um, I pull, can you tell I have an issue with my arms? I pull my <laughs> elbows back like that because then it makes rather than like this, yeah? But if you pull your elbows back, it makes your arms look smaller. You'll, and now you're gonna notice it in all influencer photos. If your arms are back like that, it looks, looks like they're smaller, yeah. <laughs> Last picture, why was there a no? Oh, I don't know. These I just found on Google because it showed the shoulder thing. <laughs> no, hands on the hip is fine. I have nothing against that. I'm not sure, quite sure. That's probably just this. But if it was like that, you know. It just looks boxy. You're trying to create the most, the least wide angle because everyone feels better when it's not that pose. <laughs> okay, so when you're having someone sit, this is a trick I do a lot when someone's sitting in a chair, is you put one hand back behind, behind them, like stick it right behind the booty, and it does the shoulder thing, so automatically makes one shoulder go up a little farther, sticks your chest out a little bit, makes your waist look smaller, all the things, just have them stick one behind. Then you can do a hand on the hip, hand on the edge of a chair, a table, just chilling, elbow back, all the things. Does that make sense? All right, turtle head, oh yeah. <laughs> this one is for me. Um, so I always tell people, you have to stick your head out like a turtle, feel really ugly, and then down a little bit. This, and I, I mean, it's not like when I'm doing a full body photo usually, sometimes, but mostly when I'm doing a close-up photo. If you stick your head out and down, it just looks way more flattering. It cuts all this away. Um, cuts the double chin away. It's just all around better. Try it. Literally, take a photo of yourself today and you'll see what I'm talking about. The turtle. It feels really stupid, but it looks really pretty. It's just like, ooh. 
right, here's just another example um, with always trying to create an hourglass vibe. One of the things is if I have the subject lean their face towards me, it just takes away. Because so, like when you're standing there, your face isn't the closest thing, especially on someone like me. It's like my boobs are the closest thing to the lens. So it's just like, cool. But if you are like leaning towards a lot of my photos, I'll be like leaning towards the camera. My face is the closest thing because then everything else is a little smaller. Yeah. Um, using your hands a lot to wrap, trying to hide. Not hide, you know, just flattering. There's a difference. There's a difference. <laughs> um, turtleneck for this, yes, all the things. All the things. Okay, this is the last, like, posing thing I want to talk about. Are we done on time or two minutes? Oh, look at that. Um, so the trick of the trade is that if you put your foot out and on the toe, instead of like this, 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 that's just the most elongating thing you can do, except then this forward. But um, heels, not heels, I always, I do that a lot in my photos. Um, that's way better, like look at the difference, my gosh. Here's another one. Or if you're crossing like this, this is like the best elongating pose you can possibly do. Um, okay. Any questions for the last minute? Hit me. Any questions about anything? Yes. Okay, wait, yell it, yell it. How do you help the, the neck? Oh, when you're sitting. Dude, all the things. Do the turtle, do this, the shoulder, do the turtle. Do every single thing, do this. Pull your arms away and back. <laughs> and then if all else fails, Photoshop. <laughs> Facetune. Okay, hopefully you learned things. If you have more questions, since I always go over time, you can ask me out there. But you're probably staying for Kara, right? <laughs> the end. <laughs>